0: Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Allie Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Yeah.
1: Hi, Allie.
0: Hi, Michelle. How are you?
1: I'm good. It's so good to see you, because like, we recorded ahead a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. So I feel like, yeah, we've like DM'd each other and texted, but like I haven't seen your smiling face. So um mm-hmm. I know everybody else doesn't get to see it, which is fine. They get to hear us. But just for you. I didn't get to say I didn't get to say hi, Ali. So it <laughs> to say it
0: again. <laughs> and I'm still so chuffed that we both have purple hair. And that was not a planned <laughs> decision at all. Like for for no. th- as good of friends as we are, um, you would think like, Oh, they both dyed their hair purple and they talked about we did absolutely not. Like, you definitely did it before me, and I just ended up with purple hair, and then we got on a call one day, and I was like, oh, we matched. That's so fun.
1: <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. I know. I waited till after my daughter got married last year. She got married in, in uh, May, and mm-hmm. in July, like, in, I met with my hairdresser, my hairdresser, my stylist, my, whatever, I can't think of right words <laughs> today, and my hairstylist, and I said, I want to go purple. This was my June appointment, so we, it's about a six-hour process the first time you have to bleach everything out especially when you have darker hair. Right. So I had my real color is Brown, um, <laughs> I had to take all of that out. And it took about six hours before we could actually deposit the purple in. So you can't just like show up and go, I want to be purple today. Right. Unless yeah. you have like white hair. So yeah. So, um, so that July was the earliest I could do it in July of 2021. I dyed my hair purple and I've been purple ever since.
0: Yeah, I definitely need – so you're you're a rock star for keeping up with it. Like mine has grown out like a full inch of brown by now. And I'm just like, am I really going to risk trying to bleach bleach it again? And like – because I've heard horror stories of people trying to bleach their roots and like overlapping too much with the original part that had been bleached and then just mm-hmm. breaking the hair right off. So I'm like, I'm going to probably go to a hairstylist and get it get it touched up or just grow it out. I don't know. I still really like – the purple, I think it's really cute yeah. and fun. It's so um, fun. Yeah. All right. Well, today we're not talking about purple hair. We are, but we're we not. If
1: we, if we were going to <laughs> talk about uh, underrepresented or minority group, purple haired people is one of the smallest groups yeah. you can probably find.
0: What do you so, think people would see. do if we just – if we just logged on here one day and just had a conversation for 30 minutes and never really got into a particular topic these people would stick around and listen and wait to see like are they going to get to the point eventually i can think of like 3 people who would listen to the whole thing
1: <laughs> i mean i mean i have that other podcast now with Kathy zanda that's pretty much all we do is we just kind of like talk happy stuff for 20 minutes and i think people listen like mm-hmm. my my mom does i don't know she really, but anyway <laughs> Yeah, but we but this podcast is more is about more than that. This podcast is about the underrepresented people in the world, especially in the tech world. And so, uh, we say this often is that we don't know, necessarily know what we're going to talk about before we meet up, we come with ideas, um, and then we don't actually discuss it before we start talking so that when you're listening to us, you get to hear the full conversation, not like the rehash conversation we just had or something. Right. But my idea this week was Um, Well, first of all, I just submitted eight brands to 19 different websites, Black Friday. (laughs) So that's like, that took almost two days. And so it got me thinking about the holidays. Um, It got me thinking about, you know, all of the advertising we're already seeing on TV, on YouTube. Um, I don't listen to the radio, but I'm sure it's there too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everywhere. how. It's everywhere. it's it's in the it's in my mail every day. it's everywhere. It's in my email uh, about how the holidays are used for sales. But there's so much in holiday advertising that is not inclusive. It's not inclusive at all. And you know i I think back to like we were talking uh, uh, I think we were talking about this <laughs> a month or so ago about uh, little girls seeing black Ariel for the first time and mm-hmm. like having that, moment of ivy long this is amazing right um and i know that black santa exists because i've seen him on shelves places but you don't see black santa on tv you know you don't see black santa on the mailers that are coming i mean maybe once in a while but not to the extent that we see white santa everywhere right mm-hmm. and so uh, and if you're gonna and if you're gonna say well you know Santa was a real person. He was a white man. No, Santa's a make-believe person. He has not been around for 4,000 years flying in a sleigh in 24 hours filling every ch- child's stockings or whatever. So my Santa can be any color that I want him to be. Mm-hmm. Your Santa can be any color that you want it to be. But by and large, marketing targets the white community. hmm and so i think that when we are talking in tech and we're talking about advertising and general marketing we need to remember that it's not just the white community that's buying things it's not just the white community that makes up your target audience as a matter of fact last year i actually got um so etsy right so etsy had television commercials on i stream all my tv but Sometimes it has commercials in it anyway, which is good because I get to at least pay attention a little bit to what's going on. And last year's Etsy commercials had me crying happy tears. Like there was one with a little girl. um, uh, Gosh, I can't remember what country she was from. um, An Asian country and her teacher kept mispronouncing her name. Mm. Like it was a it was a Zoom Zoom classes, right? Because it was still during the pandemic lockdown stuff. And the teacher it had been two years ago. But there's the teacher kept was pronouncing her name and her dad kept hearing it in the background. And it was just like so this little girl was so downtrodden because her teacher wouldn't even make, you know, an effort to learn her name. So he went on Etsy and he bought a necklace that was her name mm. and gave it to her for Christmas. And when she saw it and if she felt so um like she belonged and seen and heard. Like I was like, oh, that's <laughs> amazing. It's so and another, amazing. And then there was another one where a guy is bringing his guy home for for Christmas to meet the parents for the first time, and he's worried about meeting his partner's uh, parents. I don't remember if they're married or not, but his partner's parents as a gay couple, and like <laughs> the dad. Gives them an ornament and it's like embroidered the two guys and hangs it on the tree. Like totally. Yeah. Like affirming this couple. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I'm crying (laughs) over all these Etsy commercials. There is more of those, the two that, that at the top of my head, I am sure there were some right-wing conservative people who were like, that's terrible. I'm never going to shop on Etsy again. Good. Apparently you're not Etsy's target market and that's okay. Right. Like, (laughs) But anyway, so I've been thinking about that. I've talked a lot.
0: What do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> no, I totally <laughs> agree. Like, I I think that the the history of like Christmas time, and I say Christmas time for a reason. Marketing is so like American and Western. Like, I think about you know, a Christmas story, like the movie and like the commercialization around Christmas and, you know, the big department stores that would have the Christmas displays in there. I remember listening to a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts ever is called Stuff You Should Know. And they have every year a Christmas episode where they just talk about Christmas things um, or holiday things, I should say. And one year, yeah, they did talk about like the big department store macy's displays like in new york and stuff that would have santas and sleighs and you know all the the big boxes with presents and trees and it's so ostentatious and it's so like in your face and i think at a certain point in time there was a a spectacle to it and it was this this show that people would just go walk through the city to look at the Christmas displays. Like that was an outing in and of itself. And there is something, there is something very beautiful and romantic about that. Like I, I love going to the mall and hearing Christmas music playing over there. like, I think there's something very nostalgic and fun about that. Um, and I think what happens is like, we forget about, because when all that started, that was like the forties and fifties and like the beginning of like, You know, all of that stuff. And I think that now that we're in this very globalized society, we forget about that. We forget that we live in the age of globalization. And we forget that those things, while they might feel nostalgic and romantic to us, you're right, can be very um, isolating or othering to people who are like, well, I don't get this at all, right? And so okay. if your goal as like a marketer for a company is to market products to the most people possible, why would you limit yourself in that way, right? Like, mm-hmm. why would you not try to be as inclusive as possible? And I think that, you know, this, it's it's such a weird balancing act, the commercialization of Christmas, because it it makes sense. This is the time we go out and buy gifts for people. So obviously Mm -hmm. companies are vying for your attention of buy this gift. No, buy that gift. It makes sense. I'm not mad at companies for rearing up their marketing in time for for holidays. It makes sense. But it's the like. It's the rigidity of not being open to the globalized platform. Um, Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. so yeah, I think it's a really bizarre thing. And like getting stuck in that old timey kind of vibe of, you know, I oh I, I immediately just think of like this this the Coke commercials with Santa Claus and the polar bear. And like, yeah. yeah, okay, that's that's cute. But like the Etsy commercials that you're talking about, it's like you you can kind of go one of two ways, right? You can go for what I think is the easy way out, which are the things that we associate with Christmas, trees and polar bears and Santa, where you can go for the way that people feel or the way that people want mm-hmm. to feel at the holidays, which is somebody gave me a gift that really um, touches me and shows that they were thinking about me. Right. That's really yeah. what all of these whether you want to whether you want to look at it as Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or um I forget the pagan holiday for this time of year, um, but there's lots of different holidays in wintertime. Mm-hmm. Is it Yuletide? Sol- Something like that. Winter solstice.
1: yeah. Winter solstice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: all of that is about all of these very emotional things, right? Mm-hmm. Love and family and renewal and and celebration and looking back and looking forward. And it's like those are all so universal. And it seems Mm -hmm. like a no brainer to me as a marketer to focus on the universal, um, because then those are also the things that people share with each other, right? In terms of like Mm -hmm. commercials, memes, videos, whatever. Um, Those are the things we look at and we think, oh, Michelle would really enjoy this because I know that she's Mm -hmm. also touched by sappy Christmas commercials. I should send this to her. If it's the stereotypical (laughs) Christmas, 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 you know, Western Christian sort of mm-hmm. Christmas. That's so tiny. That's such a tiny mm-hmm. market. Um, and you lose people. Yeah. So like, to me, mm-hmm. all that is to say, it just doesn't make sense. I want to go right. for making people feel all of the positive feelings we associate with the holiday season, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of negative also associated with that. If you go sure. the family route, sometimes people don't have great relationships with their family, right? But like what I love what you talked about with the Etsy commercials is like also having that variety of, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you're not gay. Maybe the gay couple commercial didn't resonate with you, but maybe you have a kid and you saw them struggle with Zoom classes and this commercial will resonate. Like mm-hmm. getting into those sorts of things makes a lot more sense to me. Um, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and, you know, I, I, I'm not gay. And it still resonated with me and made me cry because I have a heart. <laughs> people, you know what I mean? It's like, and I, I'm not saying that to alienate anybody, of course, but if you can't watch something about people feeling validated, people feeling uplifted, people feeling seen and heard in such a positive way and not be touched emotionally at all, then, then maybe Christmas isn't for you at all. I
0: mean, or maybe you're just a homophobe. You know, Like,
1: Yeah, I mean, but but also racist and bigoted and, you know, all of the different things that come with those commercials. And I don't know, I just think that focusing on one demographic is, is, it's problematic, right? And maybe their numbers say otherwise, and fine. I mean, I'm not telling business what they have to do. But I'm just saying that there are more people in the world than necessarily the people that, that you have targeted to this point when I was growing up the um I think it was Sears Wish book came out every year mm. and it it was like you could go into it and pick up this like catalog that was like an inch thick and it was all holiday stuff right yeah it was vacuum cleaners and it was microwaves and it was all that kind of stuff too that you know that dads give moms even the moms are like great thanks more stuff for <laughs> me to work around the house but uh but half of that book was like the first half of that book was absolutely geared to children. Mm. And that would come in the mail. Like it, it went to every household. It was like, you got a phone book in the mail and you got this Sears catalog in the mail and you, it might've been JCPenney now that I think of it, whichever one it was. Anyway, mm. like we would go through it. Like my brother had a black marker. I had a red marker and Greg had my other brother had like a green marker. We'd go through, we would circle the things we wanted in this catalog <laughs> And that was how we made our Christmas wish list. And mom would look at the catalog and see what it was we wanted and determine what was appropriate and what was budget friendly and all of those other things. Mm -hmm. It was geared towards children. But Mm -hmm. as I think back over it, I... I mean, obviously, don't remember it for sure, but I'm gonna guess that it was all white children in that catalog at the time. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it was the 70, it was the seventies. Sure, the you 70s. could
0: find um, old scans of it. Yeah, I had the yeah. same. thing. I was probably in the last generation that had that because my grandma, she would get Finger Hut magazine. Oh,
1: so I it wasn't, this.
0: Yeah. it wasn't the main department store, but it was a, it was just like a mail order company because I don't think they had stores called Finger Hut, yeah. which is such yeah. a weird looking back such a weird name for a company what does that even mean who named that (laughs) yeah but yeah we would get fingerhut magazine and my grandma would give it to me and she would give Mm -hmm. me a marker and i would flip immediately to the kids section and there would be toys and clothes and there would be a boy section and a girl section that's a whole other thing right Gendered toys Mm -hmm. we could talk about that forever um and, you know, I, I do remember browsing the boys section and being like, what's, what's in here? Let me see what's in here. But I remember always picking stuff, right? And I would get – I would pick like 50 things. Like I picked so much stuff, but I would get, you know, three. From that magazine, I remember getting a Barbie car that, mm-hmm. that fit my Barbies into it that was remote-controlled that I could drive around Ooh. the house. And that was, that was the best Christmas freaking Ever, so just to <laughs> wax nostalgic about that for a second, because that was a deep memory that just popped into the forefront when you when you mentioned the magazines. I hadn't thought about that in a really <laughs> long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is such a um, there's such a commercialization yeah. to Christmas when we're kids, right? Because everything is targeted us. We have all the power that that fantasy mm-hmm. of the making Santa a, wi- a list of what you want, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's almost like we don't grow out of that. In a lot of ways right right? we grow up and christmas remains commercial but now you're the one who has to like i'm already it's Mm -hmm. november 17th i've been mulling over right what am i going to get my husband for christmas what am i going to get my mom for christmas i gotta start you know collecting things and getting boxes and post-it and all that stuff and yeah it it becomes this very much like things 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 discounts discounts Mm -hmm. discounts um Mm -hmm. and i think the ads that we remember are the ones that supersede all of that, mm-hmm. right? Like the ones that say it doesn't it, – it matters what you get someone, but it doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. It it more yeah. matters what you're saying and what you what you want to say and what you want to communicate with that thing. And those are the ads that we remember, you know?
1: Yep. The modern-day version of the uh, Sears wish book is my Amazon wish list.
0: Oh, totally. Me and my family have done. So we're not Amazon uh, stands here. I mean, we all have our feelings about Amazon these days. But when my family and I, me, my parents who are not uh, technically literate and my sister, when we figured out that we could just put things on our Amazon list and then just order them for each other and send them automatically to each game changer, huge game changer um because it's like you never have to worry about well is this something that they would want are they going to use it? you know they want it and it's still yes. a surprise because you don't know i did figure out michelle though i don't know if you've seen this on your mm-hmm. wish list you can toggle an option to see what has been purchased before you get
1: it yes I am
0: so aware. you can you can peek. <laughs> i didn't know that for many christmases and then i realized that i could essentially peek under the tree and see what i was getting and like
1: i don't let myself do that i, don't I let do myself, every in i, wanna, once I a want while. some element of surprise the other thing i wanted to mention about holiday stuff is like so our company the wordpress community um other places that i belong to have these secret santa exchanges right where mm. like you know you're you're paired up you're not paired up with somebody because that would be giving to each other but I might get a random person assigned assigned
0: to you yeah
1: and then you're also assigned to a random person and you know my company is not all people who celebrate Christmas and Mm so are we alienating people by calling it secret Santa could it is there another word that we could use I mean holiday gift exchange Mm -hmm. secret gift exchange like you know things like that like we we use a, a an app online. I don't know if there's an option to choose a different name for your gift exchange, but you know, Secret Santa is just something that people don't even think about. They just use that terminology. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know. So I just, I guess all I'm saying with the whole Christmas, New Year, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, solstice, everything is if you can be inclusive in the events that you create in the marketing and advertising that you create in the sales that you create then do and I cannot think of any way any any impediment to being inclusive in any of those things Mm -hmm. yeah I mean if you're selling if you're if if your entire business is selling Christmas trees okay I get it yes you sell Christmas (laughs) trees but we're in or are the tech I, industry, and I don't think any of us are
0: doing that. So. But I knew plenty when I was growing up in New York. I knew plenty of people who were Jewish who celebrated Hanukkah who had Christmas trees. They maybe didn't call them Christmas trees. Maybe they didn't like kind of have the same, they didn't put an angel on the top and stuff like that. But like having a tree that to decorate was still, I, I see that sometimes as almost more American than like Christian or Christmas related. Pagan? There you go, right? Like yeah. so I feel <laughs> like even if you sell Christmas trees or sell Christmas ornaments or whatever, you can make menorah Christmas ornaments or or, or I'm sorry, menorah tree ornaments. You could make Kwanzaa right. Candle tree ornaments people yes. families are so blended as well at this point like mm-hmm. i know many jewish people who are married to non jewish people who celebrate christmas right so you yep, have exactly. the two things existing in the same place and it's like why would you not cater to those people as well okay. um yep. and give them the things that they're looking for there's always an opportunity and like it just seems like i know that a lot of marketing is you have to be specific right you have to know exactly who you're talking to and and be very like um, what's the word like micro about who it is you're right. speaking to mm-hmm. but i feel like sometimes that is incredibly limiting like you obviously you don't mm-hmm. want to try and talk to everyone all the time all at once but right holiday time it's a pretty universal thing that everyone is thinking mm-hmm. about the holidays has time off and is going to go shopping so why not reach out to everyone, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so before anybody comes at us, this is not a war on Christmas. This is, I hate uh, that phrase. That's up there with woke for me. Yes. This is a plea to be inclusive and embracing of all people in all cultures. If you want to say Merry Christmas, say Merry Christmas. But if somebody says happy holidays to you, don't be offended. Um, If somebody said to me, happy holidays, Hanukkah I'd be like well thank you happy freaking
0: Hanukkah back to you too
1: whatever yeah exactly like um anytime anybody wishes me well in any language or for any event I am Mm -hmm. all for it absolutely
0: yeah I wish I wonder if there's um a particular greeting for Kwanzaa I don't it's so funny because I'm black people throughout my life have assumed that I celebrate Kwanzaa or assume that I know about Kwanzaa I don't yeah. know a dang thing about Kwanzaa. Maybe that should be my resolution this year. My pre-New Year's resolution is go. to learn learn some about Kwanzaa and um, learn how that works.
1: So, so I just looked it up. So, wishing you a blessed Kwanzaa is. Mm. But if, if you're going to say it in Swahili, you say "Habari Gani." Damn, nice. Habari Gani. So
0: there you let's go. see if the There's let's there. see if the captioners will get that correct in this when we (laughs) we get our captions for this episode
1: uh i'll I'll spell it out if everybody's (laughs) listening it's h-a-b-a-r-i habari g-a-n-i so nice
0: that's amazing so
1: happy all the things to everybody
0: yes happy all of the things um and yeah we will be taking a break next week for Mm -hmm. the giving of thanks um because we can not necessarily because we want to honor Christopher Columbus, but because yeah, we both probably have at least one day off of work we and wanna, we want to
1: relax. <laughs> we want to honor our families and our time yeah. together with our families.
0: <laughs> Precisely. So, all righty. Absolutely. So thank absolutely. you so much for listening and we will talk to you all again week after next. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. WP Wallet. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals effortlessly manage all of their license keys and invoices for all sites and clients. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free today. LearnDash. LearnDash is taking cutting edge e-learning methodology and infusing it into WordPress. More than just a plugin, LearnDash is trusted to power the learning programs for major universities, small to mid-sized companies, startups, entrepreneurs, and bloggers worldwide. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.